backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Margie and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 630, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just email us. We've got Vicki, Margie, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And we're going to be happy to get you that magical vacation planned. A very small $200 refundable deposit is going to hold your trip. Just contact one of us today. So I'm going to kick things off. I don't know if it's really a blooper, but it was humorous to me. I'm sure it was not humorous to the guests that we're at. The Magic Kingdom on Friday night on Pirates of the Caribbean, and that is because one of the boats jumped the track. And I don't think in all the time that I've been doing this, I've heard this. So it makes me wonder if people were like rocking their boat that made it jump the track or something and go off. Um, and I, I really looked because I wanted to see if anybody had video footage. Is that bad? Is that like, I mean, nobody died. I just think it was funny. I'm just laughing right now because I'm thinking if the boat's a rockin'. <laughs> oh no. But anyways. Well, and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe the boats just aren't used to the full capacity. Oh, and just... <laughs> Very likely. Well, anyways, so it took six cast members, which I mean, I know that sounds, but I mean, it's not conducent of that. Because if you remember where they showed that this boat came off the track was when it was coming in to drop off um, guests. And so the, there's no side on the other side for people to stand. That's that wall right there. Mm -hmm. So six of them are, have these poles and they're trying to pull this thing back on. Wait, and, were the guests on the boat while they were doing no, this? They, they had some, either that one was empty okay. or they had already gotten out. That one was- Cause because, that's just humorous to me. I can imagine all these people <laughs> in a boat and then the cast members have these poles and everyone's like, okay, a little more. That, yeah, but I realize that's not, something that they'd be able to do yeah i can imagine all that weight on the boat it's not going to happen they were able to and they may have gotten them off before this person snapped a picture like i said i looked for a video because i'm sorry no one died or anything i just think it would be funny to watch trying to get this thing back on the track meanwhile however many boats are behind you yes. they've been hearing the same scene oh are they've been sitting in the same <laughs> spot listening to that music so you're going out of the pirates of the caribbean we sing yoho anyway when we leave, but can you imagine the rest of the day? That's going to be <laughs> in your head. You're going to go to sleep still thinking, yo, ho, yo, ho. It's okay. Pirates. You know that tonight at dinner, my kids asked to listen to pirate music. That is how much my family loves this ride. <laughs> and that they make that request. It's like, dinner's here. Let's listen to pirate music. And do y'all know how hard it is to find, quote, pirate music to listen to <laughs> well you could like, just listen to you could just listen to the pirates of the caribbean music soundtrack yeah no they want the words. Ride. they want like words sea shanties oh, oh okay. yes they Very want the, interesting they want like 
you know, Yoho Pirate's Life for me, but they also want the other things. Honestly, well, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so do the people that are on the ride sitting there, do they get anything for sitting on the ride for 30 that, I never found anything on. I, they would almost have to. Margie, they a, get the glory of experiencing that ride for longer than the average uh, person. For 30 minutes in one no. spot, that it's, would... Mm. Well, maybe if, if it was their favorite ride, like it's my favorite ride, they'd be happy. Or imagine if you were sitting there and you're like, okay, guys, like... After this, we're going to go pick up our food, but we have to get this okay. one more ride in. And then you're like, all right, we're all hungry yeah. and miserable. Or you missed you miss your, your mobile order pickup window. Because you could have a diabetic on there. I didn't even think about that. Like if you have like dining reservations. Now, I'm sure dining reservations they, they would and mobile, they would have been accommodating. Yeah. But still, it would have been just a little bit of added stress. Yeah. I mean, it happens a lot, a lot, but it happens when rides shut down. Like, there's going to be people on the ride when the ride shuts down. I don't think I've ever been on Haunted Mansion without it stopping. I don't think I have either. At some point. I think it slows... That's one of the rides I'm like, it slows down to let people who need accessibility to be able to get on the ride. But sometimes, if they have to use... There apparently is one what do you call it, doom buggy, that you can put a wheelchair on. Mm. And so they have to physically stop that whole thing to get that mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's because you know why, Margie, somebody's taking a picture or they're standing up mm -hmm. or they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Grabbing a cucumber. <laughs> not on this ride, not on this ride. <laughs> that would be a ghost that they're trying to take home. But on a side note, something that I thought Margie would be happy about is they took down the plexiglass and you were there because it was so Thank disgusting. Thank you so much. That plexiglass was so gross. So I'm so glad that that got taken down. Yeah, that was that was looking pretty disgusting. I'm hoping, are they taking down plexiglass between um, some of the rides? Like, um, some of the like rides it's separate. Safari, like the Safari has it. Um, I think Rise of the Resistance had it too, but I think it's out, gone, right? I don't remember it being on Rise of the Resistance. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail Railway has it. Oh yes, yes, and you can barely see anything mm -hmm. it, on like, that ride. It it, it impacts the ride. Mm -hmm. It's not as good of a ride because of it. So I'm, mm -hmm. if they're going to take it out of the lines where you have to stand there next to people for a while, they need to take it off the rides. That is really something that I would like to see is, and nobody that I've researched that I've seen, and I researched quite a few people, but if they would tell all the rides that are taking the things off, I'm getting like this yes. and this and this, I would like to know which ones that the plexiglass, but I know the plexiglass is off that one and off Haunted Mansion. I do know that one, but um, Maybe they need pictures. to train cast members how to use Windex and paper towel. I, when Margie told me that, I was like, I don't understand. Because if you're still having to wear a mask, you should be able to get, have to get that cleaned off. Well, I, but thinking about it, I think I said this too, that um, there's not a lot of room for a cast member to come in there, especially on the mine train line. <clears throat> it's such a small, compact space for yeah. the line to get a cast member, and the cast member would basically just have to stand there. That would be their shift. In line, the whole time. Yeah. They would yeah. stand in line Sorry. and follow yes. along and clean. That that comment was my um, sarcastic nature coming out. 
<laughs> so Steph, what do you have? What good news do you have for us? Okay, so I know that we've talked about boobash before and I was kind of let down because Halloween night sold out immediately and I had clients who wanted to go Halloween night and that was just like a, oh my gosh, why? This is so sad. But the good news is that capacity has been increasing mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom and so the boobash dates still all have openings except for that Halloween night. So if anybody is looking to go to boobash, there are dates for every other one of their um the, all of them they have in the calendar, they still have availability. The only issue you'd run into would be if you wanted to go Halloween night. Um, mind you, it's a lot more expensive Halloween night. So yeah, thirty dollars kind of more. For you. you can yeah, you can save person. a little bit of save a little bit of money and go on one of these other nights. Um, and of course, Boobash isn't replacing Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. It's shorter. So Boobash goes from 9 p.m. to midnight. You can get in at seven though. Keep that in mind. If you didn't buy a park ticket for the day, you can still get in at seven o'clock. Um, they're gonna have the character character cavalcades, the attractions. This is like the best part of going to these after hour events. The wait time is like, there's, there's no wait time. You just walk onto all of the rides that you want and ride as much as you possibly want. It's so much fun. And then you can wear your costumes to these events as well. If you're wanting to get um, those boobash tickets, one of us could help. Just reach out to us. The thing that I would, and I know they can't still because we've just now released all these masks and everything, but all the unique characters that we don't always see used to be out at those things to get your picture, like seven dwarfs. You could have your picture with all seven dwarfs. And um, that makes that sad for me. But yes, I'm excited for the boobash, even though I'm not going because I'm too cheap. <laughs> for Mickey's Not So Scary, Magic Kingdom actually, didn't it close early for regular people? So is Magic Kingdom going to be closing early for the regular people? So um, we did the... Uh, Mickey's Very Merry is what I did. I never got to go to this. That's why I was excited we were going to do it. And then the price, I was like, no. Um, So the park closed at six o'clock the night of Mickey's not uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas that we were going. We were allowed in at four Mm o'clock. But if we tried to ride anything, your band got scanned and it could tell that you did not pay for your tickets. I think I just answered my own question. I just looked on the app and it says on August 20th, which is one of the Boobash dates, Magic Kingdom is open from nine to nine for everybody else. And then it says special ticketed event, which is the Boobash from 9.30 to 12.30. Right. But you can get in, if you have Boobash tickets, you can get into the park at seven, two hours earlier. So does that mean that they'll be doing half the- You can get in line. Well, they'll be, will they be doing like the regular firework show for people that are there for a regular day? And then they'll also be doing the, no, Boobash doesn't have fireworks. Boobash doesn't have us. it doesn't have the cool show with the Sanderson sisters and everything. Okay. So they'll still do whatever firework show at nine, like they normally would. That's what I'm assuming. I did not hear that specifically. Yeah. I'm assuming that as well. Okay. So Vicky, with Very Mary, are you telling us that if you went at four o'clock, they scanned your band and then you couldn't ride the rides? No, no, no. I'm talking about at six o'clock when the park closed for the mm-hmm. people that did, your band, everybody got scanned going on the rides and it let them know 
who had paid for the Mickey's Merry Mary. And if they hadn't, they're like, you're not supposed to be here. Cause I always wondered, they, I'm like, well, they aren't. They need to close the park an hour early so they can get everybody yeah. out to get us all in. And, and that's just how they've always done it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's because they don't care if the people are eating there or the people are um, yes. shopping there purchasing things mm-hmm. they just don't get to do the extra added events yeah. it's like sense. the extra hours like if you're on back when they had the magical hours like at epcot and magic kingdom they had extra hours at the end of the park day so it from like 9 to 11 and the only way that you could get on the ride is they scanned your magic band and that showed that you're at a resort and that you were able to be there for the magic hours extended mm-hmm. hours Yet again, though, we got rid of the magic bands. We don't really have to have them. You have to buy them. and You have your card, though. You do have yes. those, those cards your you can use. Or, or your right. phone. Or... I'm sorry. I'm beating a dead horse. And Sarah's like, it's my turn now. <laughs> no, I was going to talk about my Adventureland magic band that I'm so excited to wear in January. It will be there on my wrist. Ready to go. Yay. You'll have to show, <laughs> I love have to show magic it to bands. us. It's still in its packaging. <laughs> I haven't taken it out well, yet. You'll have to take a picture of it. I keep forgetting to send you guys a picture of the cool ones we got for our October trip because they're the glittery black and glittery rose gold. They're so cool. Ooh. I have glittery rose gold. I love it. I'm going to have to get that for Alice. She's seven and she. I love it for $10. I don't like, love it for 15 Acts like she's 18. <laughs> that extra five bucks. Come on now. <laughs> well, it is if you're offering it to your clients, though. I know. Because when I told my clients that the ones that booked in January, they were five dollars two days later they were all ten <laughs> there's anything i prepare clients for it is change because <laughs> yeah but that changes yeah. my change not on them because it's I... my fault it's not your fault it, i mean it's That's my fault you... I, t- I told them i can't Blame say well, i only i only promised you magic pants <laughs> when they're five dollars you're out of luck now what i meant was five dollars per person <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to front the rest of that bill <laughs> oh so. well guests attending a celebration of the festival of the lion king were treated to a surprise this week it looks like every row and every seat is being filled at the harambe theater since um, things have changed with social distancing so we still don't have the actual festival of the lion king we're still dealing with that adjustment but i think the seating changes are a good sign that we're returning to more normal things and it's good to note that the harambe theater didn't ever fill to capacity this week and maybe people just don't realize that they're actually seating everywhere um, so if you're going, know that you might be able to get in <laughs> when you thought you couldn't. Yay! That's that would fun. be a nice surprise for sure. We would have been able to get in when we went in June if that was the case. Well, at Hollywood Studios, we were turned away from every show because they, like, as soon as you walked up, they're like, yeah, we've already filled the theater because the theaters were so spaced. I'm like, there's not even that many people waiting there. We can't even wait in line. So this is nice. This is nice that they're filling them more and allowing more people in so more people can get in and enjoy those shows and not be turned away. Well, if they're upping capacity, they better up capacity in the shows. And by the time Miss Sarah gets there, then her little birds will be hanging from the ceiling again. Yes, it's my favorite part. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh yeah. That's the best part of the show. 
the bird flies. I love the stilts, guys. The guys on stilts, like, lifting up their legs. <gasps> I, oh we God, saw one fall last time, and every, the whole oh, theater. No. <gasps> yeah, I don't I think I ever saw got that. up and kept going. I just don't know why the bird was like, oh, we can't do this because of COVID. Like, yeah, I don't get it. What was wrong with that? <laughs> they're the furthest away from everybody. They're hanging from the ceiling. Because like, when they're flying, they the six feet flying out all over. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a singing bird. It's a silent twirly bird. <laughs> twirly bird. <laughs> it yeah. was just strange. Whatever. They just didn't want to do it. Maybe they just couldn't find a somebody do that part <laughs> maybe maybe they couldn't um well ohana friends get excited because i know we reported this a lot but the polynesian resort is reopening in just nine days ohana the restaurant in the polynesian resort ohana. so excited um because of the short time the resort is quickly replacing the carpet throughout the resort which I didn't even notice when I was there last that it even had carpet. So, you know, I'm like super observant. Um, but if you're wandering around the upper level of the resort, you have you may have noticed chairs and tables and all of that stuff stacked on top of each other. So don't fear, it's just them making sure that it's ready for when Ohana opens and the restaurant's all spruced up for us. I'm so excited. Um, are you guys gonna go there, Vicki, in October? Yes, and she said that we're just doing breakfast because that's what the girls, the little girls want to do, but they have park hoppers and we don't, and Kaylee and I are like, we might do dinner too. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, if you didn't hear last week, um, we wanted to let you know that thanks to all of the Disney Ohana fans that wrote into Disney, Ohana will be serving their delicious sesame noodles at dinner when they return. So people put up a fight and they're like, we want the noodles. And I don't know why the noodles wouldn't return. So it's I don't know why they, they, are. they said rice. I mean, I've never had that there, but I mean, I've only been a couple times at dinner. So it was funny because I'm on the Run Disney Facebook page and somebody posted. They're like, OK, oh, if the Ohana noodles fans can get their noodles back by talking loudly and complaining enough. Come on, run Disney fans. We apparently are not talking and complaining enough because the <laughs> noodles came runs. back, but run Disney has not. And somebody commented, they're like, I think it's a little bit easier to bring noodles back than it is to bring a run <laughs> back. And I'm like, well, yeah, isn't I the, think the marathon's back in January, isn't it? I think so. Uh, I have not yeah. heard that announcement. We reported it yeah. last week. Yeah. You Which must be a week behind. Me very glad that I um, moved my trip a week to avoid the marathon. Oh, you know what? That was crazy. a rumor we put. We did say that was a rumor. Oh, it was a rumor. I know but that remember, there is it, an announcement that's coming to be for Run Disney. People keep talking about it, and I keep watching for it because somebody put it up on Twitter. Oh, they yeah. showed that when the dates were and then it got removed and Disney's not said anything about it. So maybe they're uh, waiting to see. I still think, yeah, we talked about that, Margie. I know you weren't on, but I think that they would be smart to keep the virtual for the people because not everybody can go to Disney. They're still making yeah. money that way. Because on the, I mean, on the website, it doesn't say anything about the 2022 marathon. 
Yeah, it was released. Somebody screenshotted it, and then it was like I on Twitter, it. right? And yeah. then it was gone. I'm looking at it now. It said, sorry, this is way off topic from a restaurant at the Polynesian. Um, (laughs) It says that the information was removed from the Run Disney website, but if the screenshot was correct, the event will be returning January 6th through 12th, and registration will open on Tuesday, July 20th at 10 a.m. Oh, okay. So... So well, there better be an announcement that about that occurred. soon so people can have time to register. <laughs> okay, well, people put up a stink. See, Ohana Noodles, Run Disney. We just have to put up our stinks and then it'll come back. <laughs> fast pass. Okay, the next one is Fast Pass. Fast Pass. Although yes, this weekend I heard people saying, no, we don't want that to come back. So I think you got both sides going. Yes. So we always recommend the Memory Maker to our clients because it is a really good deal. If you go and buy just one picture after you've taken it and you go and look at the end of your trip like we did the first time we were there, you see all these wonderful pictures and you're like, I can only pick one. Where with you, the memory maker, you can, it's yes, it's a lot of money up front, but if you buy it before you leave, it's three, it's a $30 savings. So it's yeah, $169.99. Mm-hmm. And my one picture, my one five by seven that I bought in 2009, mind you, was $19.95 because we didn't buy the package. So from here on out, I have bought the package. And then we've had anywhere from 300 to 700 pictures on our memory maker. And they used to let you doctor them a little bit. I don't know that you can still do that, almost like scrapbooking kind of thing, but we always recommend that. So we tell people to do that. However, the one thing that I'm trying to celebrate with you for right now is up until recently, guests could not have the cast members take their pictures like they could before and that was a another good thing about the memory maker was you can get your whole family in every picture because there are some families go and mom never gets in the picture or dad never gets in the picture well good news this week they announced the cast members can now take your cameras or your phones and take pictures for you again because we're getting a little bit more lenient I would still say probably you want to sanitize your hands or maybe sanitize your phone case just to be safe when you're done but um, that is back. So hooray. I wonder if cast members like will say no. Like before they like couldn't say no. They were always, yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I can take your picture. I wonder if they've told cast members, you can say no if you're not comfortable with it. I would. I want to touch other people's old grubby camera or phones. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm I'm excited about that because I did like when I could just hand my phone to a cast member and take <laughs> Can you take my picture? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't think I've ever done that before. I, I never, never have. Oh, I asked I've a cast member to take our picture. Always did. But it this the memory maker just gets me because it's 169 no matter what. If you are going for two nights, two park days, right. a family of two, it's $169. If you have a family of 24, and you're going for two weeks, right? You could link your reservations together and pay mm-hmm. $169 and get all of your photos. I I just that I know. kind of it's one of those things you have to weigh the pros and cons. If you are two people on a two-day trip, yeah, maybe it's not worth it. Hand your cell phone to the cast member. Mm-hmm. But if you know, like my family, we're going for 10 days, absolutely we're getting memory maker. Right. We build a whole scrapbook from it after the trip and you get all those magic shots and the kids love it. And 
we get silly and you know yeah. find a shot when you get off of haunted mansion it's my favorite one with the hitchhiking ghost and i love it because we did it with my kids and everyone's got their thumb out and my daughter's giving a thumbs up instead <laughs> he doesn't understand the hitchhiking and it's like my most favorite picture of all time so yeah you'll get great great shots and i've actually paid full price i will admit that because when brad and kaylee went on her graduation college when our graduation trip when she graduated from bachelor's degree um i was still in school so he went and it was a cool father-daughter trip and they were both like, oh yeah, you don't need to purchase that. And the pictures, those photographers took with her um, because I bought her the little Mickey ears with the, the cap and tassel and everything. And yeah. it said class of 2019 on it and all that. They did a whole photo session with Kaylee and we didn't pay for that. Yeah, Like there was probably 20 pictures in one area and then 20 pictures in another area. They were the best pictures. And I told Brad, I'm buying these because this is insane. Like we don't have anything from school that they do that when they're in college. And so just buy it ahead, everybody. <laughs> yes, good idea. Pay the 169 and put, instead of the 199. Yes. Um, so I just kind of want to give everybody a reminder about the park reservation system. It's a little bit confusing because it's not something that we're as expert on. Now, we, of course, being travel agents, <laughs> have had our time with this park reservation system. And so we know a lot about it. We're on it every single day and we're checking. But something we're noticing is that things that were unavailable before are all of a sudden available now. So sometimes you've got people who want to go in, let's say they want to go in July and you're like, oh, July 17th, that's full. And then three days later, it's open again. So you need, don't get your, don't totally lose hope in the, in this situation. Just keep checking and looking and checking and looking. I am not by any means telling you to go ahead and just book your trip and it's gonna become available. That's not a good way to go either because there's nothing that's guaranteed, but it is something that you could, if you would have like, I normally tell clients, go to Magic Kingdom on your first day. Well, let's say Magic Kingdom wasn't open your first day, but it's open your second day. Well, later on, it could become available and you could switch. So if it's something that you're okay with, like I'm okay with the way it is right now, but I would prefer these days to be switched, just keep checking. Um, and another thing is that's why you would have people like us who can check for you since we are on every single day. If we're booking your trip and you tell us, can you just switch my reservations? If this becomes available, we will let you know, we will switch those for you. Um, you are, are welcome to message us and send us your questions. If you need help with the park reservation system, just don't forget to make your park reservations. I mean, as of right now, July is reopened again. It was closed. Yeah. Wow. And now it's reopened. It was yeah, totally done for. That's crazy because July starts this week. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> One of my clients, they had called and the only park that was available, surprise, or the only two parks was Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And they didn't really want to go to Epcot. They wanted Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So we went ahead and booked Magic Kingdom. They had to buy them separately. But... Um, because she wanted to ensure that they went to Magic Kingdom for her daughter's 11th birthday. And um, I was able to call her and say, hey, I looked at the calendar and there's an opening for you to go to Hollywood Studios. And she's like, book it. So got that taken care of. I, so. I checked for one of my clients in the morning. It was sold out. 
Animal Kingdom for one of the days that she wanted to go. And then by two o'clock that afternoon, it was open again. And I was like, stat, we got to do this stat. (laughs) (laughs) No, get back to me. Of everything that you're doing, we are booking this right now. So I wonder too, how much of it, it, like opening capacity, but also people just changing plans. It happens so much and you find so many dining reservations the same way. Yes. Where if you wait a little bit, keep checking. There's a couple different apps out there that will search for reservations for you. Um, you know, that you can usually find what you want. We got our first trip, we got Ohana that way. It was like two weeks before our trip and um, I really wanted, to, we were staying at the Polynesian and I could not get a reservation for Ohana. And I finally got it. I will never forget that day. I was sitting at work, not working and um, <laughs> looking for <laughs> not working. I like Disney that. <laughs> reservation, dining reservations. And um, there it was. And I was, I jumped on it. I was so excited. I called my husband and I said, you won't believe it. We just got Ohana. And um, yeah, so never stop looking and checking because things constantly change people that like to plan disney trips like to do that they like to plan and you do it so far in advance that you always want to go back and you know change this a little bit i want to adjust my time for lunch this day or oh i think i want to do this instead because i read something in this article so you know always go back and look and keep checking. If you really want to do something, chances are it might happen for you. Well, and I know people, and I don't like this at all, who they're just unsure of what they're going to do. And so they book multiple restaurants for each day, just, you know, the hour mm-hmm. spaced apart or whatever it allows you to do. And then they only really wanted to do a lunch and a dinner, but they have three or four reservations for that day. And so whenever they finalize their plans, they cancel them. Well. For the rest of us, that makes us panic when, when yes. things aren't available because somebody just grabbed them all up. And that always just, ugh, it irks me. Think yeah. about it before you make those reservations. It's okay to change something, but to do that, it just drives me nuts. And remember, if you don't cancel, you'll be charged a, a fee. $10 a person. Yep. So make sure that you ha- your plans are in place in a timely fashion. Yes. So changes are happening on the West Coast, just like the East Coast. This week, Disneyland cast members found out that if they're fully vaccinated, they are no longer required to wear masks outdoors. Along with this, physical distancing was also removed this past Sunday. So with all these changes, you can find Mickey leading the Disneyland band down Main Street again, which is huge. And Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums. Cozy Cone Motel, Popcorn, and Fillmore's Tasting have all reopened to some very happy and excited guests. So I know if anyone has been deprived of Disney, it's our Disneyland friends out there. And so all of this is great news for them, great news for cast members, um, especially outside. I feel, being fully vaccinated, I feel comfortable not wearing a mask outside. So... Hooray for them. Great news. I think it's, I mean, 
they had it rough. You are right, Sarah. Man, they had it for a long time where they weren't able to go to the parks at all. But now that they've opened, it's been like, okay, and this week we're going to drop this thing that Walt Disney World had to hold on to for a full year. And then this week we're going to drop this one. And it's been the lottery for them. But I think they deserved it. They waited so they long. They did. They really did. Um, last week we shared the fireworks news. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty much cried when I heard the news. Uh, this week we found out that Disney has filed a permit to add more fireworks around the perimeter of the park, which also made me a little (laughs) (laughs) teary-eyed. Um, Disney's been calling this the Project Nugget, so the renderings this week allowed us to see just why they are calling it that and it's going to drape the magic kingdom with gold during the show from the castle all the way down main street usa and when i saw that picture i know i (laughs) teared up like i was like i can't even handle what disney does (laughs) and like i just Ah, I love it so much. The permit is 50 pages, and if you would like to read it, you're more than welcome to. You can just Google Project Nugget. Uh, This is a serious permit if it is 50 pages long. It's gonna be so pretty. I know. It's just gonna be beautiful. And what I am, like, most excited about... Okay, I'm so excited about the gold draping Main Street. Yes. I'm just so excited, and I am anxiously awaiting what music they yes. are putting with this you guys i think it's gonna be sparkly sounding well to like happily ever after music like i listen to it i listen to yes. the opening and i cry like sitting in my office chair i cry i we just went on a road trip to virginia beach and we listened to happily ever after soundtrack in our car and i'm like crying because i love it <laughs> so much okay you know like, what would be perfect this is my wildest disney dreams if there was Whatever Tinkerbell flies on, if it went from the castle to the, all, all the way down the way Main Street to the train, oh my god! And as she's flying along, making her wand go, everything like slowly turns gold. gold. Yes. yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? I they just need to like... hire me as an Imagineer right now <laughs> yes. so we can make this happen. Yes. Disney, love, are you listening? Like... <laughs> Listen, I just love the magical music, like the original music that they put. Like, I love how they come, you know, compilate all of the movies music Mm -hmm. together. But that, like, their original music that they put for these shows, like Happily Ever After and then Disneyland Forever for their 60th anniversary, like, it's just so magical. And I just, I'm so looking forward to the music that's going to come with this firework show. Do y'all think that this could be a chance for a nighttime parade I wish. down Main Street? I wish. Oh, I love nighttime parades. They're my favorite. Because if they have the projection capabilities down Main Street, it's time. It's time. Listen, Disney. (laughs) Rumor started by Sarah, I was going to say. So (laughs) this is exciting news to me. I don't know if you guys will get as excited as I was about it. However, 
because there is a big fast pass um, debate out there and some people wanting and some people not. But this week, guests were strolling through Tomorrowland and they noticed that the kiosks were no longer covered. And not only were they no longer covered, but the screens were on to where it, what it looked like prior to the pandemic when you were gonna go up and touch the touch um, points to change your thing or add a fast pass to your band or whatever, or your card or however you were gonna do it. And um, the guests actually tried it. They tried their phones and they tried their bands only to find out that it didn't work, but they were very hopeful because they were uncovered and they had the screens on. Um, Cause you know, in Disneyland we talked about, they took the, um, what was the name of their pass? Max pass. They took Mask theirs pass. completely out and removed them mm -hmm. where these were just uncovered and they were working. And so that made guests pretty excited. What do you guys think about that? I'm torn still. I don't know. I wouldn't mind a paid fast pass system. I just don't want it to cost what the rumor says it would cost. <laughs> what does the rumor say? $100 to $300 a person per, per day. Per day. For unlimited fast passes. Margie's like, I'll never be able to get um, that again. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you look very deflated, Margie. I don't know, Bobo. I mean, I have heard that fast passes actually make the line go slower. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because they're allowing fast pass people to come in and then allowing standby. And if you just are all on the same line, then you just all go at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and I've also heard that cast members actually don't like fast passes. So I don't know. I'm torn, but I, I would not pay. I wouldn't pay for fast passes. I'm not talking about paid ones. This was like the regular ones, like what we yeah, were used to before. Mm -hmm. The three freebies. Yeah. The three freebies. I would take the three freebies, freebies, yes. I would say also that it has been a little bit less stressful planning a trip. I would say that. I agree. Less stressful passes. unless you happen to be very type A, such as myself, and <laughs> crave that structure. Like, I'm going to make my fast pass reservations. Yeah. It, it, well, it also does <laughs> like it gives it a little bit harder to know how to navigate the park because usually yeah. when I have my fast passes, I'm like, okay, well, I have a fast pass in Tomorrowland at 9 a.m. So I know I'm going to start in Tomorrowland and do Tomorrowland and then I'm going to move over this way to where this fast pass is, you know? And so mm -hmm. it kind of also gives a little bit more structure to your day when you have fast passes. I don't know, there's just... Yeah, I feel, I like structure. Mm -hmm. Again, that's me, but... um when you had the 180 days and I'm doing my dining and then uh, after that comes your fast pass so it was parks then or you would figure out your parks but then you might adjust it based on your dining and then you add in the fast passes and you say okay we're doing this reservation at this time so we need this fast pass at this <laughs> time and it was a neat little puzzle to figure out and <laughs> I got my color-coded spreadsheets and I don't have a spreadsheet for January. No. And, <laughs> and it's, it's bothering making me a little bit that I don't have a spreadsheet. I'll be honest with small kids, that whole spreadsheet system, I had to lose it. I was like, I want it to plan every single moment and you can't because that like, oh, and then they'll take 
their nap like they normally do at 12.30. No, 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 no. They're taking their nap right when your fast pass is because Mm -hmm. they fell asleep in the stroller and now you're missing your fast pass Mm -hmm. and it's flight of passage and you're like, oh, well, this is fantastic. Um, So it, it just added a... Like, ah, uh, we, now we can't go to dining and that threw off our dining. And it's just, it can be hard with small kids yes. to navigate all of the reservations. And You do have to sure. be able to spreadsheet and plan with a certain amount of flexibility. Yes. We had our notebook. The last time we went with my sister-in-law's family, there was 12 of us. So we had a notebook that we carried around everywhere that had like basically a, a a very loose outline but it was an outline and it was also to keep track of snacks and counter services because it was just very confusing you know like with whoever what sometimes my kids would be with them and they would use one of their quick service and anyways we were like trying to keep track of it and we left it at the county fair country fair no. three no. And like the we had like retrace, we did retrace. We're like, okay, where where was the last time that we had that binder? <laughs> and we went back to Country Bear Jamboree, and the cast member had it, and he was like, I was so sad for you. That you <laughs> this. Like this is a lot of work. This is Aww. a lot of preparation. And he was like, I'm so glad that you came back. And I just, <laughs> I love it. I don't know who that was, but I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, on to more good news. Yeah. Remember that rumor that we were talking about, about the contemporary resort and the re-theming with that refurbishment? And like, what if they did an Incredibles theme? Well, guess what? It's true. They are going to be doing an Incredibles theme with it. This week, Disney released some pictures um, of the refurbished rooms. They're going to be blending a monorail motif with the Pixar characters, including Frozone, Jack, Jack, Dash, Edna Mode, Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, and Violet. You know, all your favorites. The touches of the incredible characters and their movie throughout the resort are very modern, but they're fantastic. Like, it looks awesome. If you go on to um, Disney's website, you can find the pictures. And it's just, they're small touches. Like mm-hmm. pillows. I really loved inside the closet. Yes. So when you mm-hmm. open the closet, it looks like the the background is the their costumes like hanging. Oh, so that yeah. is. Uh, I, I think they're just classy touches. It's not over the top like pop or art of animation where it's like over themed, which is amazing because those are where a lot of the families go but it they were like very classy very yeah. modern touches where it's not like oh my gosh this is such an incredibles room blah it was like oh this is a really cool contemporary room mm-hmm. with Incre- and i feel like incredibles was the perfect choice for this I love it was it. miranda said that when we were on one day and i never really thought about it till she she's like think about the movie you know what mm-hmm. you see in the movie in there and that totally blends really well but there was some big controversy this week because I did read a lot of stuff. Some people are not happy. They really? Why? They don't think that should be at a deluxe resort. You're never going to well, please everyone. A lot of people that stay at the deluxe resorts, they're like, I'm not going to pay $600 a night to stay in a themed room. I'm right. going to stay $600 a night to be in a nice resort, which is why I feel like it was, and I feel the same way at the Polynesian with what they did with Moana. It's not over the top. Yeah. But it just gives like a little bit of Disney flair mm-hmm. in the rooms. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're not just staying at a nice resort. You're staying at a nice Disney, Disney resort. resort. Yeah. 
I don't know. You're, you know, some people want carpet in the room. Some people want the whatever, the fake hardwoods. I'm on the fake hardwood team. Um, you know, some people want the over-the-top theming and some people don't. Some people want a white, clean lines room and some people want color and vibrancy and it's just you're not gonna please, please everyone, everyone. So, i was i was surprised to see that there is still carpet hmm. after the refurbishments i don't i think they're trying to get most of it though i think they are trying to get rid of most of it i was surprised though that ohana was putting carpet in when i saw that i was like huh. yeah i mean it's nice the carpet does look nice it's goes perfectly with the decor. It looks like it's custom made for those rooms, but I, I mean, it's harder to clean. Maybe they still had some of that leftover carpet in a warehouse somewhere and they had to finish <laughs> using it or something. Cause it does have a Polynesian theme to it. So that would make sense. All right, Sarah, I know you got good news about your favorite place in the Hawaii world. Okay. Yes. Oh, this is for all my Adventureland lovers out there. If you are a fan of this, beautiful spot in the Magic Kingdom. The leaky tiki statues are back in action and they are a great option if you are trying to take a stroll through Adventureland and it's a hot day this is your best option. Um, you can also hear the drumming sounds that come along with the tiki statues and they have seen some videos of some young children enjoying the mist of water and dancing around to the drumming sounds so this is back in Adventureland and again a more step to normalcy okay uh, so where is this because I have never seen outside that. of the Jungle Cruise yes I have never yeah it's right across how from have the I Aladdin this? how have I missed this I don't know Oh my gosh, this is so sad to me. Okay, well, this is going to be on our list for the next time we go. What's your favorite land in Magic Kingdom? <laughs> well, Jungle Cruise is my favorite ride. I love Jungle Cruise. Oh, I'm just, like, know. shocked. Have you I'm... ever... Okay, you should listen to the Jungle Cruise cue music on YouTube. Okay. It's great fun. Yes, it is. I do that. I do that, yes. Okay, yeah. If you haven't, if you're out there and you haven't done that, you should. A lot of the times I listen to Q music or Main Street music. Yes. <laughs> Soren is also very good Q music. Yes, it's great for yes. the classroom. I play Soren in the classroom. Ooh, good note. That's awesome. It is. It's like nice in the background. It's kind of smooth and the kids don't know what recognize it to like sing to it because it doesn't really have words. It's pretty awesome. Okay, well, we don't really talk too much about COVID-19 anymore, <laughs> but... We are going to bring it up. So, um, since COVID-19 vaccinations are very available throughout the United States, but for other places in the world, it is still a real threat. And I, I think we kind of forget about this sometimes. Um, but this is actually kind of sad news. Disney's live action movie, The Little Mermaid, has been affected by COVID-19. And it's in their Italian newspaper. I don't even, are you kidding me? Have, like, what is the Sarah name? do it. Sarah has like a, a voice Come on, for language. Sarah, what is the name of this newspaper? All right, my best guess is Corriere della Sera. Good job. <laughs> yes. I have no idea if that's right. 
Well, 15 people on the set of the movie have tested positive for the Delta uh -oh. variant of COVID-19. So the movie is being filmed in Sardinia and the test results were confirmed positive for the variant by the AOU Cesare's Microbiology and Virology Laboratory. Um, so we just send our prayers and well wishes to those suffering with the COVID-19 Delta variant. And with this announcement, we are also wondering if this will stop the movie from releasing when Disney originally thought it would. Which 15 people it is. It's 2022, right? Well, and I guess it depends. It depends on if that 15 people turn into 30 people or turn mm -hmm. it, you know, like if yeah. it spreads or if is it gone. Is it 15 actors right. or is it 15... Tech. prop people i mean you know what i mean yeah is it yeah. the food service people yeah hopefully although not very important although very important but well this is exciting and um i know we were kind of down at first when the commercial came out is this it is this all they're going to do so it i guess they are going to start to release a little bit more about the 50th to get us more and more excited they are going to have 50 gold statues throughout disney world not just in magic kingdom but all throughout Disney World, almost like a scavenger hunt. And we know how Margie loves a good scavenger hunt. Do not tell my husband <laughs> that this is happening. The, um, I don't think they're calling it that. I, I think they're calling it the 50th uh, gold character adventure you know or something that like that. But you know I'm going to want to find all 50 of no, them. Me too. No, me too. I'm with you because this is the kind of thing that I would like and get my picture with them. Minnie yeah. and Mickey, of course, will be by the castle, but they um, there's going to be 50 different Disney characters. And I was trying to even imagine all, I mean, there's so many that they all could right, pick. All right, real fast. Who do you want to see that's not one of the Fab Five in golden statue form? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I was going to, me too. I mean, come on. Belle. Sebastian. Stephanie. Oh, Scuttle. Could you imagine Scuttle in gold? <laughs> <laughs> well, Belle, obviously our dog is named Belle. We just got a dog a month ago and her name is Belle. So yes, I would love to see Belle. But I mean, Lucy's gonna want to see Elsa. All right. Oh, for sure. I'm gonna be in the outlier, Maleficent in all her glory, the Mistress of Evil in all gold. Ooh. Would, you know they're gonna have villains. They have yeah, to. I hope so. So many villain lovers. And Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. I like think villain lovers spaghetti. are becoming more and more prevalent. Like there's more and more villain lovers out there. So. Oh, that'll be fun. I'm excited to see what the 50 statues are. Are they doing all, are they like bringing all of this out on October 1st or is it like? I think it's going to be in place. I, I don't know that it's possible for them to do all that. I mean, like September overnight. 30th, nothing is going to be there. <laughs> October 1st, everything is going to be there or is it going to be like a thing? They can do it. Disney can do it. I mean, if they can snap their fingers and turn it into Christmas. That's true. Just to do that. They used to do the whole yeah. Thing overnight. They're probably they have a golden statue brigade that's gonna come out at I'm night. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how big they are and like mm -hmm. I don't know. This will be. Fun. I imagine it'll be like the like how you see the topiaries during Flower and Garden at Epcot, you know. Except for this time, they'll be gold. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Gold. I know. I like gold. <laughs> Sorry, different movie and right. Not even yeah. Disney, but Not that's Disney. okay. <laughs> All right, so Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa is open. 
to everyone. So come on and visit. At this hotel, you can enjoy Acorn's gift and goods. They added new hotel-themed merchandise earlier this year. You could grab a reservation at Storytellers Cafe for a delicious sit-down meal. In the morning, they have character meals, and then um, in the afternoon, they have some homestyle meals. Now, I'm not sure if they are doing the character meals right now. If they're doing I haven't the heard that for meal. California. Yeah, I don't know if they have that going on, but just typically they offer a character meal for the breakfast only. Another amazing restaurant is GHC Craftsman Bar and Grill that's open at the Marisopa. Mariposa. Mariposa, yep. Okay, I had my S and my P totally. I'm going to say okay. that again. GHC Craftsman Bar and Grill is open at the Mariposa Pool, and they have a new charcuterie pizza for guests to try. I wonder what that is like. I was just wondering that exact same thing. Slices of deli meats and cubed cheese all on melted top together of a pizza, on a pizza crust. I don't know. It sounds interesting, though. <laughs> it is basically what that is. It's like the charcuterie board meets on top of a pizza. I was thinking that it was like you could like build your own pizza with a charcuterie board. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, thinking like <laughs> pizza ingredients just thrown all over a table. <laughs> but yeah, it just looks like it has like the fancy meats that you would get on a charcuterie board on the pizza. Yeah, less exciting, but less exciting than building. Give it a try. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. All right, let's talk gators. So, according to the Orlando Sentinel, approximately 250 alligators have been trapped and removed from Disney property since 2016. So, that's a lot of gators, people. A lot. But it is Florida, right? So we're in their world. Yeah. Disney works with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation on this effort, and trappers contracted with them trap the gators and remove them. Um, so sadly, if you remember, in 2016, the, there was a two-year-old named Lane Thomas Gra Graves, and um, they were attacked and killed by an alligator on the beach of the Grand Floridian Resort. Disney has since erected a lighthouse statue at the Grand Floridian memorializing Lane. His family founded the Lane Thomas Foundation to remember him and to provide support for families with children in need of life-saving organ transplants. So I just want to use this opportunity as a friendly reminder. Do not anywhere on Disney property, unless it is a pool, try to get in the water. It is not safe. Don't do it. That's not just Disney property. That's just Florida. Yeah. Anywhere yes. in Florida. Yeah. yeah. If it's it is... water, even if it's salt water, like, mm -hmm. or a stream, like, just, no. Just don't. Yeah. You can go to the beach. <laughs> my gosh. My father-in-law lives in Florida, and they were at some park. I don't know what park they were in, but they were, you know, it was, like, standing water there they weren't gonna go swimming or anything but they sent us a video and i want to say they counted like 30 gator heads mm -hmm. just sitting in that water i mean use, like, why use, are you still yeah. there like let's <laughs> <laughs> use common sense know where you are yeah and you know watch your children don't let them stray from you if you're near water i think disney does a good job of keeping you from doing that mm -hmm. Um, 
but you know you have to be responsible for yourself and your family and he was playing in ankle deep water it wasn't like he was you know going for a swim he was in ankle deep water just right there with his feet in the water um but it was nighttime and they were watching the fireworks show and so eyes weren't on him um so just another thing yes keep kids i I read the article and I wish I had never read the article because it's something that replays in my mind over and over and over. It was awful. Do not look it up. Do not read it if you have not. Um, but it, it was horrible. It was very tragic. And you just have to, you have to watch where you are yeah. and watch your surroundings. I think and, that's really sweet that Disney has put that lighthouse statue there. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I was very happy to find that out too, Margie. Nick was actually there on vacation the week that this happened. And um, I texted him because we saw like things coming across, but all he knew was he was in the park and saw helicopters. So I actually was getting more information than he was at first. Um, But he was there when that was going on and then the massive shooting sadly in one of the nearby nightclubs outside in Orlando. So he had a busy, when he was on vacation, he had a lot of sad things to refer to. So now we're gonna let Margie talk about something exciting. (laughs) Let's get us out of the spunk, Margie, please. I'm so excited about this. I am too. I am like over. Yes, I'm very excited. Okay. So Disney announced a new daytime show at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's debuting on October 1st, along with everything else. (laughs) The world is going to change on October 1st. (laughs) The world is changing Um, for the 50th anniversary. And it's called the Disney Kite Tales, which will come alive several times daily. Like this is just like so exciting at the Discovery River Amphitheater, which is a very beautiful amphitheater. Um, And it begins, like I said, October 1st. Performers will fly wind catchers and kites of all shapes and sizes while out on the water, elaborate three-dimensional kites, some stretching to 30 feet long. Like, this is gonna be amazing. It will depict Disney animal friends, including Simba, Zazu, Baloo, and King Louie. And these colorful creations will dance through the sky to the beat of favorite Disney songs and an uplifting, vibrant experience for the whole family. This is like seriously so exciting to me. Is it gonna be very much like the Epcot kites that they did on their show? Cause they had kites flying. They were lit up kites. I was gonna see those were, yeah, those were lit up. I really don't know. I just saw the renderings of it. It it almost looked like scrim. Do you know this? Mm -hmm. It almost looked like that material with it painted on there. Um, but I'm, I am very excited for them because they built that big amphitheater and I thought they got rid of Rivers of Light. And somebody the other day told me that was their favorite nighttime thing. And I'm like, that's not coming back. They already No, know. it's not. They took it yeah, out of apart. My sister-in-law was like, what did they use that theater for? And I was like, well, it was for a nighttime show, but they're not doing that anymore. And then they announced this and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it just sounds like a really fun show to go to. It does. I'm very excited to see what they come up with. And hopefully you'll be able to watch it from Flame Tree Barbecue while eating some food, because you can watch River of Light from there as well. So it's going to be be cool. I'm excited to see this one, too. Yeah. And thinking about Rivers of Light, I mean, you could get certain dining reservations and get the Rivers of Light dining package, and it didn't cost you anything extra. It makes me think they really 
almost had trouble getting people to go to that if they're like, hey, if you eat here, you get um, vouchers to go see Rivers of Light. I just don't think it was ever, well, it wasn't at the beginning, a nighttime park. And so mm -hmm. that was fairly new in making it nighttime hours. And then let's put on this big elaborate show that people weren't used to seeing an animal kingdom late at night. But you have to make it nighttime because Pandora looks so freaking amazing right, at night. but we didn't have Pandora when that... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't open yet. It was being built. I don't know. So this past Saturday night, um, we blew up our uh, Facebook messenger for the Your Story Travel agent because Disney was practicing happily ever after on the castle, which Margie's now crying because it's her favorite one. But um, even though the parks were already closed, the resorts surrounding it, the ones that you want to stay at if you want to be really close to Magic Kingdom, Contemporary, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian, all of those people were putting out videos because they were videoing and the music was playing at the resort like it does on a normal day. And it was around midnight that these were, they practiced it at midnight. Guys, right now, as you guys are speaking, somebody is shooting off fireworks in my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm sure they are. It's been sounding like a war outside my house. <sighs> it was just perfect timing. We're talking about fireworks and, and it's oh, magical. Okay, keep going, Vicki. No, you're fine. So if you missed it, there are plenty of opportunities. Just Google practice of happily ever after and you'll be able to find it on YouTube. But also, this was the coolest thing that I thought. They're having a special preview for the cast members on Tuesday, June 29th, and there, which is yesterday. So I'm telling you guys this is late. I'm so sorry, guys, but I'm sure there's video footage of it somewhere. They're calling it Magic Kingdom Cast Homecoming Ever After. Oh my gosh. Oh, so I was so excited because I know that the cast members have been through a lot. Mm -hmm. They've had to deal with a lot, telling people to put masks on and tell them sanitizing and all just different things. And so I'm glad once again, Disney's doing something especially. Yeah, how amazing that Disney's doing that for them. Like, that's really awesome. I yeah, hope the majority great. of them are able to go. I think the most amazing thing about the practicing of the show is that Tinkerbell flew. And you could see Tinkerbell flying during the practice and everybody was like, is Tinkerbell gonna fly? Is Tinkerbell gonna go? Like, is this gonna happen? Is this... And then she did and everybody cheered. And I was like, <laughs> She's completely social distanced. It's very yeah. safe. Very safe. <laughs> I don't know, her mouth might be open. I'm just kidding. <laughs> then she's just catching bugs. Well, and I didn't realize that the music played at the resort. Like I never yeah. knew that. Because I've always been in the park during the fireworks, you know, I've never stayed at any of those fancy resorts. Um, so I think that's awesome that they do that too, that they have We made dining food. reservations according to that, Margie, intentionally. I was gonna say, you can make dining reservations instead of blowing all the money to stay there so you can see. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize you could see Tinkerbell though, like from the resorts. I, I, that was you, something I had no from idea. From the Floridian, the Floridian um, recording that mm -hmm. I saw. You could see her. You could totally see her. And it was Absolutely. Amazing. I saw it and I was like, wait, you can see her all the way over there? Well, she had to practice. She hadn't done it for a long time. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. 
What's up, Miss Steph? What you got? Okay, well, summer being officially here, that means that Creations Shop and Club Cool should be reopening at Epcot very soon. Remember, Club Cool is that place where you can get the the famous Beverly. Mm, must you <laughs> must try it and try to hold it down. Um, guests have had sneak peeks inside the new flagship merchandise location through some of the windows. New framing has been installed around the doorways to the shop. Right now it's gray, but I don't know. Do you guys think it might get painted? I hope so. I think that's just, what do you call that, primer? I think it's yeah. primer. It's going to okay. get painted. Hopefully it'll, something that will pop a little more than just the, the drab gray. Oh, gray can be exciting. And calming. <laughs> yes, but at Disney, <laughs> we need more. It might ass. be a modern. Uh, no, I, I'm just being silly. I'm sure it'll get painted. <laughs> she just but, wanted to talk for a second. But gray can be very in. No, I we in the house. I agree. I just think in Disney, not Disney. Seems... I just painted my. You guys were there with me as I was painting my entire downstairs, and it's gray. It's I like gray. Nothing against gray. It's just yeah. I'm thinking for this club cool, they need something different. The windows on both sides of the doorway are no longer covered, meaning that you can go ahead and peek on inside. The large windows and sliding glass doors are supposed to give the creation shop more of an open, airy feel than the Mouse Gear store did. Through the large windows, guests can see that the walls are painted with blue, yellow, and green. See? Color. All right. that <laughs> brightness. With all of these changes, we're hoping it means that it's not going to be very long before the grand opening. So, which one's going to open first? What are you guys placing your bets on? Mouse gears or club pool? It's actually going to be creation shop now. And I, di I didn't ever think of that, I guess. I love mouse gears, so I'm sad that we're losing it. But I do like the idea of the the open windows and sliding glass doors to make it look more open. You know what I mean? So it, it did feel kind of closed in. I know what they're saying. So I'm hoping that they're right. That's going to help. I don't know. I am going to say Club Cool is going to be open before. So Creation Shop is taking place of Mouse Gears and Creation Shop and Club yeah. Cool is kind of going to be like together. Well, they're going to be on that same side yeah. of the uh -huh. um, orb. Okay. The big Epcot ball. Are yeah, you miss mouse gears or do you think that creation shop's gonna do a good job at like replacing it? You won't even notice it's gone. I have no idea. I have mixed opinions. <laughs> mixed emotions there. I've always loved mouse gears. It's always been one of my favorite stores out of all the park stores. I mean, but creation shop doesn't even sound Disney. It sounds very uh I don't know, like creature shop, like Hollywood Studios, not Epcot to me. Why did they have to nix the name? Why I don't know. It, I think it didn't go with their, whatever it is that they're doing in that middle part where the fountain was and they're doing the sections. I think it had to have a new name or they thought it needed a new name. I don't know, we could beat a dead horse. Sarah's got good to stuff to tell us. I'm excited to see a finished Epcot. Yes. On the monorail. Yes, yes. Speaking of Epcot, their Flower and Garden Festival's official wrap-up date is July 5th. 
which is next week. That being said, Disney has a ton of the 2021 merchandise left, and they still need to sell it. Apparently, maybe it wasn't that popular, or their buying team overbought. So this week, signs were spotted for 25% off the regular price of 2021 Flower and Guard merchandise. And if you are so fortunate to be DVC or an annual pass holder, you can receive an additional 25% off on top of that. So if you're going to do your math with me, that makes it 50% off <laughs> if you are DVC or an AP. So what a deal, folks. That's awesome. So if you're, in a Disney, if you're at Disney World or you know someone who's going to be there, you may want them to pick up something for you at that discount. And the only item that we could find from the Flower and Garden Festival on Shop Disney was the mini Dooney and Burke, which unfortunately you will not be getting a discount on. So if you have your eye on something else, find a friend that's going. I mean, they probably still have 2020 flower and garden yes. merch that they need to get rid of. And I, they probably did order too much, Sarah, because they're basing it off of past years and then we've been in a pandemic. True. Because a lot of a lot of the 2021 flower and garden was still during limited capacity. Very true. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, are you willing to move to Orlando? Yay, nay. Yes, do you... let's do it. <laughs> or do you already live there and want to work at Disney World? Um, I know Vicky wants to do that. Do you really want to do that? Like When I retire. And... Yeah. And then can I be part of your family? And of you course can you can. For free? You okay. already are. You are my Amara. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I'm just crying a lot during this episode. <laughs> Margie's just extra emotional. Well, right now, Disney World is offering a $1,000 sign-on bonus for cast members in the areas of mousekeeping and kitchen help. Sign me up. I will do that. I know. <laughs> like many companies across the country, Disney is struggling to get cast members for these two areas, specifically even with the return of the Disney Student Intern Program. I don't care. If it gets me to work at Disney and it gets, <laughs> do they get free tickets to Disney? Yes. If That's what I'm thinking. How yes. is Disney having trouble keeping people employed like Hilton maybe or Best Western, but Disney really? I, there are hiring signs out of almost every retail yeah. and restaurant establishment I pass. It's crazy. I mean, and then continue to listen to this. You have to stay at the job for 90 days to get the $1,000 done, okay? The hourly pay for housekeeping or mousekeeping, sorry, is $16. And it's $18 per hour for the cooks. I don't know what it is in other realms of the world, but I feel like $16 an hour is a really good deal. It is. Yes. So if you need some work right now, go live in a van down by the river. And <laughs> don't work. go in the river. <laughs> yeah, but, don't, but don't go in the river. Don't go in the river. We know about those Crocs. <laughs> but go and work at Disney and you can work with Mickey and all of his friends and then you get an extra thousand dollars after 90 days after 90 days you just have to do it for three months and then you can like live your life at Disney for three months I'm leaving my family 
I'll be like, later. <laughs> Margie's packing her bags. By the time you're there 90 days, you're going to be so engulfed, you won't want to go. I can't. Yeah. I mean, we know that we've had the cast member on very long time ago that only lasted like a couple weeks, but he admitted he didn't like to be under authority. And so mm. it was not maybe a good mm. choice for him. But most under people, once they get, you know, <laughs> under somebody else. Yeah. It's like, you better be an entrepreneur then because. Mostly yeah, every you go, job. You're gonna have a boss. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, we're gonna cover food, glorious food. So if you've ever eaten at Eight Spoons Cafe at the Animal Kingdom, it's just a little kiosk that is near, like when you're coming out of Dino Land toward the um, where the Tree of Life is. It has amazing macaroni and cheese. Now I will tell you that we, when we first went there, don't get excited because you won't be able to get this, but. They had lobster mac and cheese, but now they have pulled pork mac and cheese. They have pulled pork sandwiches and some other things on this cart. And it's a kiosk that's open from 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. every day. It is perfect if you just need like a light lunch or something because you're going to have a big sit down dinner later. It's amazing. It's at the same stuff from like Flame Tree Barbecue. I really, you know what? It might be Margie because I had, I've not eaten, I ate it eight spoons in 2013 for the first time i just now ate at flame tree this year when we went in february and i, I do think that they tasted similar interesting i mean it sounds similar with the mac pulled and cheese mac, and, mac cheese. and cheese with pulled pork yep pulled mm -hmm. pork sandwich like that's the same stuff yum yeah sounds good casey's corner guys casey's corner say it with me casey's corner we can't confirm this, but there are rumors on Main Street USA that Casey's Corner is going to reopen as you're listening to this episode, June 30th. If you are listening on the day we release this episode, it will be open according to these rumors. Here's some clues that make us think that this could actually be true. They've got tables and chairs that have been brought back into the restaurant and spread out like they're just sitting there waiting for somebody to rest their little tush in them. The popcorn trays are back in their places, ready to hold the condiments. The black drapes have been removed from the windows. And yes, you can go ahead and peek right on inside. Guess we're even able to get a glimpse of the menu. And we are really hoping that this rumor is true. Casey's Corner is a nostalgic part of Magic Kingdom. And Vicki, isn't this one of your favorites? It is. It is one of my favorites. And I didn't even try it till like three or four years ago. And I remember uh, calling Nick and letting him take pictures and send it to him. And I'm like, why have I not ever eaten at this? <laughs> and what do you get when you're there? So Joey and I like the mac and cheese dog and sometimes it has bacon on it as well. Um, but Brad likes the chili dog there. The one thing I want to try though, because everybody brags about is the corn dog nuggets. So if you've had those and you know, shout out to me and tell me, apparently like they're the best corn dog nuggets you can ever get in the whole wide world because everybody talks about it. Well, I'm excited for it because I've never had it either. And I just hearing you talk about Casey's Corner and uh, that, I mean, all of those things, I'm like, yep, Keith would have that. Oh, yep, that sounds for me. Oh, the corn dog nuggets, perfect. Those are my kids' favorite food. So this is something that I've been wanting to do, but it hasn't been open. Like it wasn't open for our trip. So next trip, our October trip, hopefully. Footlong hot dogs you need to share with somebody unless you are, I don't know. I don't know anybody that can eat that comfortably with their French fries 
and no. still walk around the park. Just split it. You're better off. No. And then you can try other things <laughs> later. Absolutely. I know a few people that could give it a try, but I split most of my meals while I'm there. I just yes. I don't do well in heat and walking and yeah. being too full. It doesn't go well. It's just better. Stephanie, I'm there with you though. I have never eaten at Casey Corner. So you please. haven't? Are you going to on your next trip? For sure. For okay. sure. I'm so excited. You could get two foot longs and feed your family, Margie. You already have it oh, as yeah. a backup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously, because they're yep. loaded down. So if you have been to Disney World, there may be some snacks that you have never eaten that you don't want to miss out on while you are there. So we are going to share some of our must eats. And of course, these are all our opinion. So don't hate us if they're not your must eats. Yeah. So if you're in the Magic Kingdom, this is going to be my park. I think you should get... First, the fried potstickers from Sunshine Tree Terrace. Okay, so these are fried and stuffed with pork and vegetables, and they have this dipping sauce that is an orange sesame ginger sauce. So I love savory snacks, Mm -hmm. and this is just right up my alley, like kind of the Asian feel, and um, just a little different. It's not, it's not you know, your standard theme park fare. It's not, dare I say, corn dog nuggets um, <laughs> or French fries or, um, you know. A Mickey pretzel. Yes, a Mickey pretzel or a Mickey premium bar. It's a little different. So I, I like that. What do you guys think? I agree with you on that, Sarah. That is really good. I would say something different that the Magic Kingdom has that is, you know, like what you're saying is not the stuff that you hear everybody talk about, the Mickey pretzel, the popcorn, the churro, mm-hmm. um, is the cattail. Mm, yeah, and the yeah. cattail is like a chocolate-filled croissant, only it's shaped like a tail, and then it has pink and purple ice icing on it to represent the Cheshire Cat. And um, definitely, definitely, definitely a good treat for you to get. I think I know what Margie's going to say. My favorite would be LeFou's Brew and the Cinnamon Roll. <laughs> I knew she was going to say that. Gaston's Tavern. And I'm also going to throw in the Kakamora Coconut oh. Float at Aloha Isle. Yep. If I could only eat a couple things at Magic Kingdom, those would be what I would get. Well, my mine is very traditional and pretty boring, but if I'm at Magic Kingdom, I always have to stop by a little aisle and just get just a regular Dole Whip. That's it. Just right, but it doesn't take very much to please me. I am fine with having that regular Dole Whip. You will see me happy. But next time, try the coconut one. I am going to do that. So oh my gosh, because I love that. And the one, <laughs> I just, I have a tie though. I just thought of that. Forgot about the Nutella waffle and. I yeah. So do you know, like for most mornings for breakfast, my kids will get a frozen waffle and they spread Nutella on it and they don't put the fruit on their waffle, but the fruit is on the side. They eat it with it. And they just do this on their own. Like it's not and we've never had the Nutella waffle from Disney. So I'm I think it would be funny to take them to get this for breakfast be. and be like Hey, this is what we have at home. <laughs> Vicky, where's that Nutella waffle at again? Sleepy Hollow. So when you're Sleepy facing Hollow. the cat, you're going towards the castle, you want to go left 
and it's mm-hmm. to the right. I think it's right before Hall of Presidents, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm so mad because I forgot to get that in June. It but was now like, you have something to look forward to. Now I have something to look forward to. Okay. All right. So switching gears, if you're in Hollywood studios, and I don't know, I'm going to call this a snack because sure, why not? And you could, you know, share it with the love of your life or eat a child or eat it all by yourself. <laughs> um, but the Ronto wrap from Ronto Roasters and Galaxy's Edge. If you haven't had this, so you get roasted pork, grilled pork sausage with a peppercorn sauce and tangy slaw in a lovely pita bread. And the flavors are just a great combination. I mean, you've got grilled meat. You can never go wrong with that. And then the peppercorn sauce is delicious. And it creates this great savory combination that you just don't want to miss. And I highly suggest that you try this over at Ronto Roasters. Um, You can also get a version for breakfast if you're so inclined, but I would choose the non-breakfast version myself. Is this the same thing um, at uh, Docking Bay 7? I believe so. Or is that different? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would get Jack Jack Num Num Cookie. Okay. See, I always go savory. I just like sweets are not my jam. Well, no, th- they also have a jalapeno stuffed pretzel there that I like pretty good. That's good. But the num Jack Jack num num cookie mm-hmm. is really, really good. <laughs> mm, sweets are my jam. So I need to write that one down. I haven't had that one yet. Um, I'm getting the tachos over oh, at yeah. Woody's lunchbox tater tots with chili and cheese and corn chips a little bit of sour cream on there mm. that Talk sounds about good how many calories can you fit into one thing mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. still love every moment of it <sighs> so this last time that we were there with my sister-in-law and i we went to baseline tap house have you guys heard of baseline <gasps> tap house yes hollywood studios i had never heard of it and it we heard that it opened the same time that Galaxy's Edge opened. Yes. And so it got shadowed. And right. that's why a lot of people don't really know about it, but they have a charcuterie board there for $10. And as far as like Disney food goes, that's an amazing price. It for is a charcuterie amazing. board. It came with a lot of meat. It came with a lot of different cheeses. It came with the mustard. It came with some bread. It was so good, and it was such a nice, refreshing treat or snack, right. you know, that that we could have at the park that you're not really used to having at a theme park. And then they also have a really good pretzel there that comes with beer cheese, and the cheese was amazing, and the pretzel was amazing. And so that's, like, my go-to now at Hollywood Studios. I want that charcuterie board, and I want that pretzel. I don't blame you. So I get to start off by talking about Epcot and how dare you make me pick one thing from Epcot. <laughs> the question is, do festivals count or do you have to go? I know. Well, and that's like, when I started thinking about it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do a festival booth because it's not always there, but I would for sure say if you're at Epcot, you have to try at least five things from a booth, <laughs> like from one, from five different booths. There's just so many to choose from, and especially with the food and wine coming up, I'm excited to know what's going to come. But 
if I were to go to Epcot and I could get only one thing or go to one place, I would go to the patisserie in France, patisserie, sorry, in France, in the France Pavilion, and I would get anything from in there because it's all amazing. My husband usually just goes in and picks out five or six things and comes out and surprises us. And we have never been disappointed with anything that we have eaten there. The last time I went, we got a ham and cheese croissant and it was amazing. The croque monster. Yeah, and if it's if you're ha- if the dining plan ever comes back, that's something else that we need to get you know right. an announcement on. Um, we need to get loud about you mean, Margie? Yeah, we need to get loud about that. But that's actually a snack. The ham and cheese yeah, croissant right. would be a snack credit, and a lot of the things in the patisserie are snack credits, and that's why we love it so much too because they're snacks. And I don't know. It, yeah, we just we had the strawberry tarts. And that was so good. So I would go there to Epcot if I was there. I'm going to echo your thoughts 100%. It, Lehal Boulangerie et Petisserie is like the best. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, and if I remember correctly, it's the same on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just beware like, if you go, you're not going to miss anything if you only go down one side. And it's just, it's a feast for the eyes and everything yes. tastes so good. And the people talk to you with their French well, accents and it just- Hopefully it, soon they'll do that. Cause right now they don't. I know, but, yeah, but it is it, like, everything is good. And I think too, it's, most of it is not a real heavy. It's not real yeah. heavy fare. Right. It's, it's almost a nice um, alternative to a lot of the heavier options. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Le Hal is, like it's on my list for our next trip and I love it. Like even you could just get like a glass of champagne and a baguette, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, and that croissant, you can easily split the croissant as well. Oh yeah. It's large. Like you, you even just have to go in there. If you're not hungry, but you're near there, just go in and look. That's I sometimes just do that because I'm like, I just have to feast my eyes right now. I cannot eat anymore, but I have to see everything in here because it's it's a masterpiece. Like it is just makes you drool. Well, I'm adding on to that because neither one of you um, said or none of you said the lobster bisque, which is amazing there. Mm -hmm. It is delicious. Um, so there's my savory, Sarah, but I also have a okay. sweet, sweet from uh, the World Showcase, and that is in Germany. I love Werther's Original. Oh and my gosh, they yes. Make caramel corn with the Werther's Original candies. It is amazing. Everybody should go there. And again, I know uh, uh, Margie was saying that the dining credit, if they bring back dining credits, it's a snack credit to get a large bag of that popcorn, and it is our caramel corn, and it is so worth it. I would also. Um, before Stephanie goes, I just also want to say, I know we've talked a lot about the school bread in Norway on this show. I had it this last time and it was amazing. It, it was? was so good. It was, um, it was my second favorite thing that I ate at Epcot that day. It was so good. Mm. So go to the bakery in Norway. I don't know what it's called, but get the school bread. I love it. Like Kregelas or something like that. I think okay. so. Yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. Go, Stephanie. This is not really a snack, but um, over at Sunshine Seasons, the Land Crusher 
is so good. That sandwich is amazing. I get it like every time and my husband will try different things and he's like, I wish I would have gotten that. And he's begging me to eat some of my sandwich, but it's just like pulled pork um, with this like cheddar. It's like a kind of a melted cheddar and it's on Texas toast. And it's so, mm. I don't, it's okay, simple, but that? it's so good. It's at uh, Sunshine Seasons. Is that inside of the like land? Like where Soren is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where okay. Soren is. I have heard from many people that that is one of the best counter service restaurants. Yes. And it's $11. Like you could probably split it. I always give him some of mine and I'm never still hungry, but it's, it's a, a quick service restaurant and it's so good. Okay. Add it to my list. So if you're at Animal Kingdom, I think, and we talked about it earlier, um, my favorite go-to is the pulled pork mac and cheese from the Flame Tree Barbecue. Basically put, it is divine. It is so good. And you can share it with multiple people. It has pulled pork, mac and cheese, coleslaw, and an onion ring. So I don't really need to describe it anymore. And you just need to go get it. Okay. That was that was mine too, Margie. <laughs> Those are my favorite things, barbecue and macar and, and cheese, anything with yeah. cheese. Clearly, yeah. I mean, you just heard my last sandwich was a pulled pork with cheese yeah. on it. So, oh my gosh. Well, it's such a large serving. It's so big. There's a lot Huge. in it for only like $6. It's and it's a, a really snack. Good... It's considered a snack credit. It is considered a snack credit. And that's why I love it too. Mm-hmm. You can eat it as a meal and it's a snack credit. Yes. Yes. And what is Sarah's? Okay, so I'm actually going to go away from my savory here. I'm going to take you all over to Satuli Canteen, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get both of the dessert options there. The blueberry cream cheese mousse and the chocolate cake. So they are beautiful to look at. They're like a, a domed cake, and it's delicious. And we will get both of these and the family will share it all. And I, I don't, that's just us. I think you could easily eat one of these yourself. Um, but oh my gosh, they're so tasty. And I never like, seems like y'all never miss flame tree barbecue. Well, I never miss Satuli canteen because I love their bowls as well. They're so good. They're, they are really good. And they get those bowls too. <laughs> burger pods are actually pretty good there as well. Yes. I wasn't a huge fan of the cheeseburger pods. I go for the bowl. I think I would go for a bowl next time I go, but we had to try the cheeseburger. Like, we had to try them, but... Yeah. they were. I mean, they were okay, but they weren't... I think for kids, they would be really good. That's why we got it. Mm-hmm. So, I am sorry to tell you that I do not know the name of the place where I get this at, but it is across the street from... Tusker House, the little lounge and bar, and where the you wait Harambe to get in. Market. Yeah, but it's not. That's not the name of the place. It's okay. on the corner. Uh-huh. It's just a little place, and it's not the same thing every time. But it has been a couple times. They have delicious um, ice cream sandwiches made with some kind of cookie at the time, and then they have something imprinted in it. A couple oh times gosh. we got it. It had Simba on it, um, but they also have the fancy cupcakes there too. So. That's where I go. <laughs> Again, it's sweet. Big separate shocker. But anyways, Is it the tam- Tamu Tamu? It might be. I'm not sure. Like, you cross the bridge, and it, the big signs say Africa. You go right across, 
and literally the Tusker House, if you go left, the Tusker House and Animal Kingdom, the Harambe Village are over there, and then yep. you go right. They I'm have looking that. it up, and it says they've got the Simba Sunset Dole Whip and the Simba Ice Cream Cookie Sandwich. And it is delicious. It's a double chocolate chip cookie with ice cream. Yes, it is. Mmm, that Guys, looks good. I just need to move to Florida. Yeah, because you got to get that $1,000 signing bonus. <laughs> Thank you, Martine and Sarah, for sharing uh, all your information with us this week and joining us for the rumors and news. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can email one of us, Stephanie, Margie, Sarah, or me, Vicki, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Just remember, a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show where Vicki, Gina, and Miranda in a share installment number nine of the resort reviews. It's on Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, and this is part one. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.